Online radio show. We'll give you the latest in recruiting. We'll talk about what's going on with both football, basketball, and we'll probably share a few stories from the inside. It's every Saturday morning right here on 93.7 The Ticket. It's the Husker Online radio show from 8 to 9 a.m. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hello and welcome into the Daily Nebraska Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I'm Ben Jones, one of the sports writers at the Daily Nebraska, which is UNL's independent student newspaper. And I'm joined here by the senior sports editor at the Daily Nebraska, Joseph Meyer. Yes, sir. We're you, back. You awake, Joseph? I'm so awake. I'm ready to be here. Uh, missed last week's show that I'm usually on on Thursday night. It was mm-hmm. out of town in Indianapolis for a leadership conference. Nice. Uh, which was fun, but the most fun part was being in a college basketball state. That is a college basketball state if I've ever seen it. Yeah. Indiana, Purdue, Butler, Indiana State, mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And the, I don't know if you've seen the Indiana State guy. The uh, He's going viral on, on Twitter, but oh. just a total like Jokic, but just a poverty Jokic. And he's got mm, tattoos okay. and speed flexes, like a... I know who you're talking about. Bre- Wilhelm Breidenbach kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, so I was in the same state as him for a weekend. That was fun. <laughs> but we're back. Well, that's great. Yeah. Glad, glad you're back here. And we are going to start off with men's basketball. Yeah. Which is what we usually start off with. You know, it's kind of all the talk. It has been the talk. Lincoln, yeah. So I know we kind of pre- we, we recapped the Nebraska-Illinois game last episode but I kind of want to start maybe a few minutes doing that again just to get your thoughts Joseph I mean that was just a tough loss for Nebraska against Illinois yeah I mean it, it, it's a tough loss it is an encouraging loss yeah over some of the other ones we've seen mm-hmm. uh, but most of all I think I, I'm gonna sound like every other um, you know hypothetical here every other guy that thinks that when they watch Nebraska basketball, they curse it. Um, They've missed three games this year. Mm -hmm. Three home games. Indiana, Purdue, Wisconsin. So the the two big giant wins. And a solid win over Indiana. Yeah. Break break a... They were struggling against Indiana in the past. Mm -hmm. Watching the Illinois game, turn it off to walk home, down 10, look at my phone, they're down one. Yeah. So I think essentially I shouldn't watch any more games and Nebraska will win out, right? Yeah. Is that how so, it goes? So I think effective immediately, you watch no more games. Okay. You won't be on the show anymore. Okay. And um, yeah. Nebraska will be national champions. It's going to be great. Yeah, that was a weird game, dude. Like, I, <laughs> I've i never seen a team, like, get, they love to play from behind. It's so fascinating. <sighs> yeah, but it frustrates me because I, I kind of talked about this yesterday, but what I get like Gary, I get he's coming back off injury, but can we get him in the starting lineup already? He played like 34, 35 minutes. He had a real, he had a pretty good game off the bench. Well, true didn't, but he did. I want him back in the starting lineup. And then uh, Jamarcus Lawrence has just been really struggling. And I just feel <sighs> like our starting lineup isn't as good as other teams. So I feel like we just get behind early. It feels like every, not every game, but it feels like a lot of the time. 
I feel they like our do. starting lineup's not as strong as other they teams. They do. I, again, though, it's just Illinois is just such a such a talented yeah. team. Such and it a, was on the road. So much size, mm-hmm. so much talent, and I I was overall impressed with it. You know, they move up in the net. That was kind of the discussion around that. It was mm-hmm. like they moved up five spots in the net with a loss. Imagine if they got the win. Yeah, the win would have set them up for a lot more success down the stretch, which we'll touch on later in the show. Mm-hmm. The loss does not hurt them. No, not really. It just makes things more urgent. And yeah. that is what they got to do this week. They're still, you know, they're back in Illinois, mm-hmm. Northwestern this time. It, it makes things more urgent. You don't get a huge, huge resume-building win, but they have those resume-building wins. Yeah. It's been the wins that they just kind of need to scratch off that they haven't been able to get. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't really an ex- there wasn't really an expectation that Nebraska was going to win that game. No, not at all. So we, we, I mean, we came on here last week and we're just talking about if Nebraska can find a way to win one of these next three, that would be huge. Two would be massive and probably tournament clinching. And three is just... There is a world where they beat Illinois and they win all three. And so that... Yeah. I, I think over that stretch, after what we had seen from... The previous week to this week, much more impressive, uh, much more fight in that team, especially on the road, especially down in big situations. If I'm Nebraska, I'm more confident moving into this final stretch now that we've seen what they can do against Wisconsin and Illinois, because mm-hmm. that was the big question is like, okay, they have that big win against Purdue. They have some solid wins in the past, Michigan State, uh, Kansas State. like mm-hmm. Those were good, solid resume-building wins. But was it fluky? Are they going to have kind of a crash on the stretch? I was kind of and I think they proved little... this week that that's mm-hmm. not the case. Yeah, it, it's definitely it's not a fluke at home, and that's like definitely like in the realm of discussion. Like it is like Nebraska is one of the best home teams I feel like in the nation. Like I don't 100%. feel like, I don't feel like it's that far of a reach to say that it's just been on the road. I I was not as mad about or like I didn't think it was as disappointing as of a loss. For Nebraska, as some Husker fans on Twitter thought it was, some Husker fans were very mad that they lost. Again, the fashion with which they lost, you can't be too disappointed. I mean, that is a that's an Illinois team that I would not be surprised if if that's finally the Big Ten team outside of Michigan that makes it deep outside of the state mm-hmm. of Michigan that makes it deep into the tournament. Yeah, I was really impressed with just their size, and Nebraska fought till the end, got yeah. to overtime. Got a couple lucky breaks, got some really unlucky breaks. But ultimately, that's the kind of game you have to have mm-hmm. because those other road losses had been gross road losses. Like yeah. Maryland, just disgusting. Iowa, just just yeah, painful. Rutgers, hard to watch. Rutgers was just an ugly game. That I wanted was to turn the TV so off. So frustrating. <laughs> and then this game was, yes, a loss, and it was very unfortunate that they couldn't get it done. But you got to walk away from that one feeling good, and you have to feel great moving into the Northwestern game. Yeah, after coming off of two winnable games, where Northwestern's coming into this matchup off of two losses. Yeah, and so momentum's in Nebraska's favor, in my opinion, even off of the loss. But they're going on the road. They're mm-hmm. going to a place where teams go to die. This is, I mean, Northwest Evanston, Illinois is a very similar place to Lincoln, Nebraska this season where good teams Mm -hmm. struggle to play and Northwestern has been really, really, really good at home. Uh, So let's kind of dive in 
into the Wildcats because this is a fun team, man. Yeah. I think keys to success are going to be what I say every week, so I'm just kind of repeating myself, but don't turn the ball over. That's why <laughs> it, the, Nebraska almost beat Illinois. They only had nine turnovers mm-hmm. to Illinois. What was it, 14? I think it was 14. Like, that. that's why it was close. Illinois is, like, the best rebounding team in the Big Ten, one of the best in the nation. Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of knew Nebraska wasn't going to win the battle on the boards. That wasn't surprising. Nebraska's an undersized team. But it was the turnovers. Don't turn the ball over. And that's why it was close. Yeah. And there even and even some of those were down the stretch when, like, for most of that game, they were, they were pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Northwestern, though, different, very different team here. Yeah. R- gar- great guard play. Not a great rebounding team at all. Worse than the Big Ten. So yeah. there's an opportunity here. If you don't turn the ball over and you win the rebounding battle, Nebraska's won almost every game when they do that. Yeah. I mean, when they played, when Nebraska played uh, Northwestern earlier in the season, they got the win. I mean, I was kind of thinking Alec can maybe have a pretty good game. That He had like probably his best game of the season. Mm-hmm. I think Alec could have a very similar production there. I really hope, though, that Gary gets in the starting lineup. I just, I really want to see him back in the starting lineup. I think Alec off the bench is just an energy guy off mm-hmm. the bench. I think that's what Nebraska needs. Because, like, don't move Wilcher. He's, like, really comfortable in his six-man role. Like, yeah. don't touch, don't mess with that. But, like, other than that, I just feel like the bench production with Nebraska has been kind of fluky. Like, Sam Hoiberg gives good minutes, but it's not like, you know, he's not putting up points. Right, I, but that's not. I mean, that's not his role. He's there to. Yeah. He's there to bring the energy, like you said. And I don't think that should be Alex Rollier's to bring scoring production. It should yeah. be energy, energy rebound, I, defense. I want that off the bench. And like, yes, and and we saw against Wisconsin, he made a huge play at the end of the game, stealing mm-hmm. the ball, and you know, getting it to Hoiberg. Like that. That's the energy that this Nebraska team plays with. There are some guys on the team that look lackadaisical at times, make you know, <laughs> dumb passes. Yeah. Just look like they're not trying on defense. Never Alec, Alec. Hoiberg are those guys that, that aren't doing, you know, as sometimes as, you know, uncoordinated as Alec looks sometimes on the offensive end, yeah. he does bring the energy. I, I, I like, I mean, I think Gary is still getting back to, to full form. And so I think he probably will be as much back as he, he can this he week. He played 34 minutes. Right. I know. Like, I, he, he's fine. He, he'll be fine. Like you said last week of like, if this is a must win game, he's, he's, he's playing and, and then. You know, he and he did. He did. So yeah, I think it's a big opportunity though on the boards for Mast as well, for Alec, for Gary to kind of just come yeah. here and here and, and play some bully ball on the boards because it's been a while since we've seen that kind of effort. And, and it needs to happen soon. Yeah. And Gary's one of the best rebounders on our team 100%. on Nebraska's team, which is why I want to see him in the starting lineup because I feel like he's a better fit next to Mast than Alec is, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Alec has been good. I'm not, like, dogging on him or anything. I just think Gary brings a different element to the starting lineup that it needs. About the Jamarcus Lawrence thing, though, is it crazy for me to say that I want Hoiberg to start over Lawrence? I don't think it's crazy at all, to be to I be want Hoiberg to get more minutes. I really love I do as well. I just love his game so much. I love what he stands for. Um, I think... Lawrence has struggled. Lawrence just... It, just can't be a point guard on this team. And no, I I feel like Bryce Williams is good enough at the point. Like yeah. he's not really a point guard, but like he's fine in that role. They don't need Lawrence there. I agree. It it's tough because I, I do think Lawrence has shown some flashes at 
points. Specifically last year, showed some flashes. It's been a struggle yeah. this year. Um, there's been some turnover issues. There's been some effort mm-hmm. issues at times. Um, and that is the opposite of Sam Hoiberg. Yeah. I don't know necessarily if the starting lineup specifically matters. So, I mean, you're looking at minutes, who's playing more. Um, but I, I, I 100% more minutes for Hoiberg, whether that looks like putting him in the starting lineup or not. Uh, I, I doubt that will happen. Um, but yeah, more minutes for Sam Hoiberg. I said it. I know Wiltshire didn't have a great game against Illinois, but we were talking about more minutes for him, and that paid off against Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, Northwestern, this is a team that they're going to beat Nebraska the same way Nebraska gets beat, like just shooting the lights out of the gym. Yeah. I would not be surprised if this is a shootout, to be completely honest. Both of these it teams both of these teams have had hectic weeks. Over both of them have played overtime in their last two games. Mm-hmm. Um Northwestern's been on the road, back to back games, emotional game against Purdue, which I want to touch on in a second, get your thoughts on. Then you go to Minneapolis and lose. So both these teams lost to Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Um Northwestern has played three overtimes in their last four. Got it done against Illinois. Couldn't get it done again. Done against Purdue. So kind of those, you know, opposites there yeah. of where they lost Purdue on the road. North Northwestern beat Illinois at home, whereas Nebraska did the opposite there. Mm-hmm. Both very fiery, emotional teams that rely on their home crowds. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's a shootout. But Northwestern's not going to beat you on the boards. Beat you up, you know, up front. They're just such a guard-driven team. Their guards are elite, though, and so if they get hot, that would concern me if I'm Nebraska. I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, Chris Collins getting fired up after that loss because I loved it uh, when they lost to Purdue and he just fired up the crowd, You know, got tossed out of the game with like half a second left, raised his hands up, pumped to the crowd. That's the opposite of Fred Hoiberg, like complete opposite. You watch the Wisconsin game, Hoiberg's just... You know, step back, mass three, and he's the same face no matter what. I kind of like the fired up coach. I don't know if that would work for this Nebraska team, but Chris Collins is is a character, and I and I love it. I, I'm gonna be honest. There's a time for a Hoiberg, and there's yeah. a time for that. So it, it it's just yeah. But I mean, what Hoiberg's been doing is good. No matter no, yeah. no matter how many Husker fans Twitter pages say he should be fired for whatever reason, <laughs> um, but. What so going back to the last time Nebraska played mm-hmm. Northwestern when they won, yeah, they they won, but it was barely and they were at home. What needs to change? They had 18 turnovers, I'm pretty sure, in that Northwestern game. Yeah, can't turn the ball over, rebounding battle once again. And then Bryce Williams needs to match the guard play of the Northwesterns, like they need him on both ends. Mm-hmm. He's gonna they're gonna need everything that they can get from him. Not only on offensive end, but on the defensive end as well. And that's another reason I want Gary in the starting lineup is because I feel like Gary could help out a lot with that too, with the defensive effort he can bring. Yeah, that was a weird one because you felt like Nebraska should have won that by a lot more. It was because of the turnovers. And you go back and look, and they got a combined 15 points from Ty Berry and Boo Booey. Yeah. You're not going to get that ad. You're not getting two of 15 shooting from Boo Booey, unfortunately. And, yeah, and that's what scares me a little bit is because it's like they're not going to be... They're not going to shoot that poorly again. It just, no. You can't, you can't and imagine. So the advantage has to be on the boards up front. Like mm. Northwestern just has a rotating cast of big guys that none of them play very many, very 
many minutes. Yeah. And to be honest, they're just not that impressive. Could be a big opportunity for Mast, who struggled. They need to feed him, though. Yeah. Nebraska has to feed him. I feel like the games he has struggled with were either A, when he was dealing with the injury, mm-hmm. or B, when he's not getting the ball. Like, there's some times where he just, like, Nebraska just doesn't give him the ball. Like, in that Maryland game, I just feel like he wasn't getting as many opportunities as he usually does. He had five points in that Maryland game, if I remember correctly. Like, th- that's on its school. That, like, yeah, that, he only like, had eight. Only had eight against Northwestern. I think he had, like... I know. It's, four of 11 from the field, so... I mean, he's, like... I mean, he's our best post player on offense by far. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just don't get why... Like, Nebraska can just be such a three-point happy team. And against Northwestern, I would just really like to see if they would attack the paint a little bit more. Just a little bit more. And I think they will. I think, again, this is... Not that long ago. It doesn't feel that long ago, but it, it's a very different team, right? Like this is yeah. Mass is still struggling with the injury off of two really ugly games, Iowa and Rutgers. No Gary. Like this is going to be a different approach. Mm-hmm. So I'm not expecting a similar result because of that. Um, but again, it would not surprise me if Northwestern's guards just get really hot from deep and they don't miss. And it's one of those nights like they are yeah. capable of having those kind of nights. Um, and they're going to be hungry. They are going to be hungry. I know Chris Collins is going to have those guys fired up. Two straight losses on the road, both in overtime. I mean, they win both those games. That's their tournament resume solidified. Yeah, like, and, and they really can't afford a loss against Nebraska here, I don't feel like. I don't think Northwestern can really afford it. I mean, they can easily make a run in the Big Ten tournament and still make, and still make in the Big Ten tournament, still make the NCAA tournament, but like if they lose against Nebraska here... They're going to have to play very well, strong yeah, down, I mean, down, down the stretch. At that point, they're s- firmly behind Nebraska in the yeah. bubble race, whereas right now they're a little bit ahead. Which Be- is weird to me still. It is weird because they have worse losses. Like, yeah. It's just the, the non losses, I feel the, like. the non-con losses for them are just not great at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they lose, to a Missis- they lose to Mississippi State, who's a solid team, but nowhere near a Creighton level. No. And they lose to Chicago State. So that was a really bad loss. Who? At, yeah, exactly. <laughs> at home. Um, their wins, I don't think their wins are... They played Wisconsin. Was it Wisconsin or Illinois tough? Or Purdue? They beat, they beat Illinois at home, and they beat Purdue at home. So Was it the Wisconsin game they barely lost in overtime? Or am I thinking of a different team? They... Yeah, I'm, thinking, it wasn't, I'm thinking of a different team. It wasn't overtime, but they lost by eight. So Okay. That's what I'm thinking of. Similar, and that was at Wisconsin. So a very okay, similar yeah. resume yeah, yeah, yeah. in terms of the wins, mm-hmm. where you get two really big wins against top 10 teams at home, and then you lose to another one on the road. But they also have, a, in my opinion, worse losses. Yeah, The Rutgers loss and the Maryland loss and the Iowa loss. They, I, don't, they don't have any of those, but they do have a Minnesota loss now. So I feel like a lot of it also with this bracketology stuff might just be like, name brand like Nebraska like they're still you know Nebraska's just never been here before yeah it's like I don't think Northwestern's getting the credit of name brand though they're pretty I, I, mean, I they, get it but like you know they they're had, pretty close to Nebraska in the historically bad I understand I'm not saying they're blue blood blood team by any stretch but I'm saying right. like you know they've had like they've made the tournament they they've were, had they success were a, as they, of late they yes. were a seven seed in a, one of the tournaments I believe or 10 10 or a seven it's like they they you know like they've been more successful no, recently, yeah, hundred percent. Um, and and this is something I wanted to get your thoughts on. 
why I think this game is so important is because you put yourself above Northwestern in those discussions. You lose this game pretty much automatically. They're going to be ahead of Nebraska yeah, in every Nebraska discussion. Can't, they can't catch up. They can't improve their resume enough down the stretch. Unless it's a Big Ten tournament. And Right. And while I don't think this game necessarily is do or die, it just gives you way more wiggle room. Because you lose this game, and then you lose another one, like, it's really, it, again, depending on who the game is, but, like, you lose to a Michigan or a Rutgers at home, like, on the road. It's a struggle to do that, and... I, I, you'd have a hard time making that argument, especially with two. Like, I think there's still an art. My take is you lose Northwestern, you get one more buffer game, potentially. If you lose a third down the stretch, you're probably out unless you make a run in the Big Ten tournament. What, what do you think? Well, Nebraska has two wins over top six teams, not even top top, top six. So, I mean, the resume's there. Like right, but said, there's still the, only the, a bubble team right now. Like, I mean, the struggles on the road. I feel like when Nebraska starts to pile a win streak coming down the stretch here. I said before this three-game stretch against Wisconsin, Illinois, Northwestern. I said Nebraska needs to get two if they want to be locked in before the Big Ten tournament. One is still doable if you want to make the tournament. If they lost all of them, I was they were going to need a run in the Big Ten tournament. But I was saying two if you want to be locked in. So it's like, what's the goal? If ne- if Nebraska loses to Northwestern, they're still very much in the tournament race. Oh, they're, they're, I, they 100%. Just, there's, like you said, less room for error. So, if I mean, you Nebraska can't lose to Northwestern and then also, like, lose to a Michigan on the road. It's a weird one because, like, it's kind of the only game over the last even couple weeks, like, basically the last week until the end of the season— that can help and hurt you. And if you if you feel me, like Wisconsin, Illinois, those games weren't going to hurt you very much if you lost them. No, this and, Northwestern one will hurt. And you saw how the Illinois actually helped them. The, the loss helped them, even though they lost. Northwestern will hurt you. Like, this is a bubble team. This isn't a great team. But it's also a solid win. It's a team that's right around Nebraska in the net rankings. And it gives you the road win. And it gives you the road win. And it gives you... The conference road win, it gives you the leg up on Northwestern and it bumps you into that double buy in the Big Ten tournament should you win out. And that's something that I haven't, we haven't discussed a lot that, because yeah. they have that tiebreaker over, over Michigan State now. Will they win out? I don't know. It's 100% doable. But like I said, you cannot, if you lose Northwestern and then you turn around and lose to a Michigan or you lose to a Rutgers or you lose to an Indiana or you even lose to an Ohio State, like that is... The, the people that don't want Nebraska in the NCAA tournament will point to that and say, hey, that is, an, that is not an acceptable win down the stretch with a full full you know strength squad when, again, you've had some questionable losses on the road. Yeah, I'm going to play devil's advocate. So let's say Nebraska doesn't beat Northwestern, you know, plays okay down the stretch, loses like, you know, against the Rutgers or Indiana, somebody like that. The, the devil's advocate is going to be, okay, like this is a good team when they're at home, but it's like, what are they going to do at the tournament? It's just like, is this team really going to be able to make any noise during the tournament? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just like, it, it feels so much. Like, the Illinois, like, even though it was a loss, that was an NCAA tournament game. Oh, like, 100%. What, it, what it felt like. So, that, like, that game helped. Northwestern is just such a critical game. I feel like it's the most critical one out of the three because, like you said, it's the bubble team that Nebraska's competing with. You know, if Nebraska lost to Wisconsin, Illinois— those teams are ahead of them. Nebraska's not passing no, those yeah. teams. 
it, it needs to be like this Northwestern game means that Nebraska can jump Northwestern, get that double buy, get get a buy in the Big Ten tournament. And, you know, that also helps. So right now, I think when I saw the Big Ten standings, like if the season ended right now, Nebraska would play either like Iowa or Rutgers. Like mm-hmm. Nebraska's not going to lose that game in Big Ten tournaments. So uh, you like, say that. We've seen them lose to some pretty bad teams before. Okay, this is a different team. It is a different team. This is a, this is a team that beat Purdue and Wisconsin. Like, I agree. Like we need to start giving them props. Yes, on the road, it, it's bad. It's bad. Like if Nebraska would have gotten, you know, smoked out of the water, like would have been really bad against Illinois. I would have, I would not be feeling as good about Nebraska, but they played Illinois really tough and they should bring that energy against Northwestern. Even if they lose against Northwestern, it's going to hurt. You're going to be more of a bubble team, but all it takes is two wins in the big 10 tournament. They're probably in as long as they play good down the stretch. Yeah. I, I think my take is you get two losses down the stretch. I think three, you need wins in the big 10 tournament. I, I think you're going to need wins in the Big Ten tournament no matter what. Unless you beat Northwestern. If you don't beat Northwestern, you can't be a first-round exit in the Big Ten tournament. Okay. that That's my... Like, even if they went out after the losing Northwestern, if they get bounced first round, it, it'll, it'll be close. Yeah. Because, I mean... Yeah, it's, it's so tough there because it, it really would depend on what the teams do above you in the bubble. Yeah, I get it. I'm just, like, you know, guessing that Nebraska would probably not get in. Like, right now, Nebraska's like, you know, I get they just lost to Illinois, but, like, they're on a high right now. This is like, yeah. they're on a high. They beat, beat Wisconsin, played Illinois really tough, and they're still, like, considered a bubble team. If they don't get in with, if they don't get in with 23 wins, I think there would be serious questions about the committees. I get that there's not really any resume building opportunities, but there's still seven win opportunities after this game. And that would get you to 23 wins. Even then, with the first round exit in the Big Ten tournament, it would be hard to make the argument to leave out a 23-win team that beat two top 10 teams in their own building. Also beat a Kansas State team that beat Kansas. Also beat a pretty solid Michigan State team. Also beat a Northwestern team that would be in the tournament. I grant, you know, you yeah. split the series there. I mean, also Nebraska's probably not going to win out the last seven. It's probably what's, I mean, I doubt they, like, I don't think, oh, man, they played Illinois good. Even if they played Northwestern good, oh, they're definitely going to beat Michigan on the road, uh, Indiana on the road. Like, those are games that are probably, maybe not the Michigan one. Nebraska should win that. But, like, Indiana on the road, like, that's a trap game, in my opinion. It, it, it is a trap game. I think it's so. I think it's one that they win. The, the one that would concern me the most for Nebraska is Penn State. Yeah. Um, but you have a week to prepare for that. And then a quick turnaround at Indiana. So those are those two are the, would be the two that I would be concerned if I'm Nebraska. I just think there's still an opportunity if you win out to get into 23 wins and be secure even if you lose in the Big Ten tournament. But you you avoid all of this discussion by beating Northwestern. If they be if Nebraska beats Northwestern and then just you know doesn't lose all of the rest of these last ones, mm-hmm. you know, just even if they lose two of them, they just go like five and two. They'll get in. Because you're a bubble team regardless if you win or lose this game at Northwestern. So it doesn't change necessarily how many wins you need to get. But your wins can come against Northwestern instead of trying to come against a trap game like Indiana. Like you said. See, this is what I don't even feel like. Like, if they lose to a like to an Indiana, like, whatever. It's just the conference. I feel like it's just the road discussion. That's all this is, is the committee doesn't know if they can trust Nebraska 
in the NCAA tournament because right. they've only done it at home. And there's only a few. Just, just get a road win. Yeah. Just, there's only a few just, opportunities just left, though. Like, Just get it. Even if it's not against Northwestern, beat Indiana, beat Michigan on the road. Do not lose to Michigan on the road. Because isn't that that's the last game? Or is, is that the last game? That's the last road? game. If I'm just saying. It's an 11 a.m. game, though, and it's the last game of the season. That place will be empty. That place will not be a road environment. I don't think they'll get credit for beating Michigan on the road. They'll say that's a neutral side environment. Because there so, could genuinely be more win. Nebraska fans at that Michigan game in Ann Arbor. Probably. 11 a.m. on March 10th. That's right. I don't even really care about that Michigan, that Michigan game. It's the Indiana game on the road. I, I really want them to get. Like, okay. Nebraska loses that one. It'll be bad. But we got to throw it to break. When we come back, we're going to get some women's basketball talk coming in. We have Rachel calling in. Mm-hmm. So. It's going to be a great next segment. Big win Mich- over Michigan. Yeah. Tonight. Beat Michigan. Kind of snapped. They lost three out of the last four before this game. Mm-hmm. So it was a much needed win for Nebraska women's basketball. We'll talk about it more in the next break right after this.